0: 7WABC This is sitting
1: friends in the morning No I get by with a little help from my friends
0: I've got a song I ain't got no melody I'm gonna sing it to my friends
1: I've got a song I ain't Big Ron DeSantis going to no gonna kick off his campaign today in I'm Iowa I'm it was a fun first hour. Frank Morano was great. This is going to be a terrific hour. Curtis slewa on fire. Except to join me momentarily. Then Kevin Lace, man, served a bunch of tours in Afghanistan, Iraq. He was a sniper. He served alongside Chris Kyle. That was his best friend. Remember the movie they made about Chris Kyle starring Bradley Cooper? And Kyle eventually came home, was killed by a crazy person in the state after surviving in the Middle East. Kevin Lace will join us to talk about his Memorial Day coming up at 730 And then we will talk to Bo at about 7.45. But yesterday, I got a day off. I'm going to take a bunch of days off during the summer. And John Katz and Curtis did a phenomenal job. I listened to most of it, filling in for me. Really great job. And at one point I said to John, because I know Curtis has been getting some flack from people around town. And John hears it. So do I. So I got to tell you, I don't believe any of the politicians the guy and I left out Nancy and I apologize because Nancy slewa Curtis's wife, who's not even feeling well, God bless her, has done a tremendous amount of legwork throughout these last couple of weeks. But the one guy that's been on the money and uh, telling me things, at least that for the most part have turned out to be true, while politicians continue to lie, has been Curtis. And I said that on the air with John yesterday. He said maybe we'll make a we'll have a ticket tape parade for Curtis. But I meant that, Curtis, you've been on fire. You've been great, so congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sid. First off, let me join you in
0: solidarity about the clutter issue. (laughs) There is nobody out there sitting in their car listening to their AM radio, and we want to keep those AM radios alive, who says, Oh, I see there's a promo for a show that's on at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Let me make a notation of that, (laughs) and let me listen. You're the number one rated show in the entire tri-state area in the morning. Get rid of the clutter. Now, if it's paid for, different. if they come with right. mula-shmula, to pay the bills, we understand that. Correct. This is the business that we have chosen. <laughs> but to have these endless promos, Ay, it affects the programs I do. I can go back. I can go outside. I can get a sandwich, a
1: cup of soup
0: walk around (laughs) the block, they're playing 52 promos Uh, for shows that I wouldn't listen to if my life depended on it.
1: Well, now you're the second person to say it, because Bill O'Reilly called me last week. He said, I want to hear more Sid. I don't care about a show coming up at 1 o'clock this afternoon or 3 o'clock this afternoon or 9 o'clock tonight. You know what this is.
0: This is what's called lazy radio, when you just plug in promos. Don't do that. Uh, Cut cut them down. down. There are no consequence. Enough of this. This is talk radio. People want to hear us talk. That's it. They want to hear us talk. That's it. And they want to hear us, most importantly, entertain. Not just talk. Anybody can talk. Crazy people are roaming around (laughs) the streets right now who are schizophrenic who are talking. Let Sid talk. Let me talk. And the ratings skyrocket. Play promos, and
1: you'll be back where you were before. Couldn't agree more. Now, uh, yesterday, uh, John was very good with this. He made it sound very, very exciting, and it is. He said, make sure you tune in when Sid returns tomorrow because at 7.05. The great Curtis Slewa is going to make a major announcement. Now, I know you teased this on your show with Anthony Weiner on Saturday, but I believe this will be the official proclamation that, yes, Curtis Slewa is about to enter the ring. That is correct. And I've already
0: conscripted as my manager, you, said. Because <laughs> I mean, Jews in the history
1: of boxing have always made the best managers. You know, you, you know what's funny about what you just said? You said Jews in the history of boxing have always been the best managers. What if I said to you 100 years ago, the best boxers, not managers, were Jews? Absolutely. Starting with Max Baer, who would actually
0: get into the ring with the what we always used to call the Jewish symbol, the Ben-Hur symbol, we didn't know what, the, oh, the Star of David. The toughest and roughest mobsters at one point were Jews. The toughest and roughest boxers were Jews. And who is the toughest Jew of all time? Jake LaMotta. He His was mother Jewish? was a Jew. Really? Th- that's why I tell Jews, you know, they're eating their their, their sandwiches, yeah, you know. Yeah. I say, you know, the toughest Jew of all time was. They say, who? I said, Jake LaMotta, get out of here, man. What are you talking about? He's Italian. I said, what, you never thought there were Italian Jews? His mother was Jewish. You know that. The moment your mother oh, is you're a Jewish. Jew, you're That's Jew That's right. which relates to who I want to get into the well, ring by with. By
1: the way, just so you folks know, if you don't know this, uh, Jake LaMotta, the movie was Raging Bull with the great Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. He played Jake LaMotta in Raging Bull. And Max Baer, you may remember, he lost once to the Cinderella Man. Russell Crowe played that part in the movies, and that guy lived in Tenafly, New Jersey. Well, well the trivia is <laughs> pouring out fast
0: and furiously. But let's look at the other Jew that you don't even know about. John Gotti, Jr. is Jewish. What? His mother, Victoria Gotti, Sr., is a Jew. Wait, Victoria Gotti, Sr. is Jewish? That is correct. So,
1: again, if you're born of a mother who's Jewish... You are a Jew, even if you're not Bar Mitzvahd. Clearly, he was brought up with John Gotti as his father senior, of course. Even if he, he didn't have a battalion, even if he didn't have a British, even if the Moil uh, showed up with a Rambo
0: knife with right. a blindfold on, like uh, like Rabbi Joe Potashnik, right, and
1: snipped the wrong yeah. part, right? You're a Jew for life. Well, that's why you've got two beautiful sons. And they're both Jewish. That's one, right. of, one of them is named Anthony, which is
0: anything but Jewish. No, no, no. Remember, I have three sons. It's like my three sons. Anthony is the Gentile. He's the
1: Gentile, right? That's right. That's
0: Hunter it. is Jewish. Hunter and Carter. Carter, right. Now, to give you an example, Hunter was with me at the start of the parade, Metropolitan Avenue, Forest Hills Memorial Day Parade. I said to Hunter, Hunter, you go to public school, uh, did they teach you anything about the Memorial Day weekend leading up to this? No, nothing. Then Anthony, my oldest, was with me in College Point yesterday, uh, College Point, and also in Little Neck, Douglas. And oh, so many fans there. Said so many fans, and I was walking with him. I said, "Did they teach you about Memorial Day weekend leading up to this parade?" No, nothing. So I hear the mayor yesterday, and he said the right thing, but he never does it. That the kids should be doing the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of the school day. Absolutely correct. But hey, Mr. Mayor, are you aware that not only do they not do the Pledge of Allegiance, but they're not even taught about
1: Memorial Day, Veterans Day? No, he is aware of that. I've had these uh, conversations and I've gone for dinner, as you know, with my beautiful wife, Danielle, and my 14 year old son, Gabriel, twice with the mayor. And he's asked him, he goes, What do you learn? And Gabe says nothing about the Holocaust, right? Nothing about nine eleven. Right. All we learn about every day is civil rights and slavery. That's all they teach you in New York City. So the mayor is aware, and he did say yesterday that our kids don't know what the hell is going Correct. on. But he controls
0: a thirty-six billion dollar budget with the Department of Education. I call that the acronym DOE, dumbest organization ever. <laughs> you could literally, you could go to your chancellor banks and say. I want this mandated. Start of the day, I realize you're you shaking down the kids to make sure they don't have guns and knives and drugs on them. But you got to take a moment just to do the Pledge of Allegiance, and it'll be Agreed. like that scene out of *Cheech and Chong*. Remember where the sister goes, "Class, <laughs> <laughs> class!" You'll never get these kids' attention. But if he is serious about it, he must do it, not just talk about I it. I agree with because you. Because he was
1: in front of a veteran's group. Of course, intrepid and it looked great. He had the glasses on, the whole thing. But you're right, he has to do it. Now, getting back to the boxing talk. Now, yes. for some reason today, you're walking around and you've got a pant leg raised above your knee. And there's a really nasty, grotesque lump on your knee which nobody wants to see mind you by the way it looks like a second knee. yes it does it's like <laughs> a protrusion you but would think that i have two kneecaps right, so what makes you think that any of us want to see that circa 7 a.m no no i have to i have to allow it to move around I have or to air it, out if it gets stiff oh, i'm
0: not one. even going to be able well, what
1: happened what is it
0: I'm training. You know that. No, but
1: you hurt yourself training for the
0: fight? I I went jogging in Central Park, even (laughs) though, by the way, I did 40 hours and 72 hours, three days of programming to set a new National Guinness World Book of Records for broadcasting. Do I get invited to Talkers Magazine? I mean, they invited everybody here at WABC. I set the record,
1: and you know what I get? I get who gods. Well, here's the good news. I'm not going because of that. I mean, I wasn't going before, but now I've got an excuse. Good, good. Now you have a reason. you screwed courtesy is screwed I meantime, me. mean
0: uh, the you interview uh, Frank. You say, oh, you have such a great tan. I had a substitute for that guy. <laughs> Doesn't he realize he's got a nationally syndicated overnight show, the other side of midnight. And half the time, I'm substituting for him. Hey, go break. Do your job. <laughs> By the way, if you give up, as you know, Sid, you give up a minute of your radio time to me. An
1: hour of your radio time. I'm like a Pac-Man. You may never get it back. Oh, I know that. So people go to me, why would you put this guy on your show five days a week while he says all these lovely things about you in the afternoon and seemingly you guys are friends? He will stab you in the back. Oh, and I, I say, of course I know that. I would get on top of that roller that they lay
0: asphalt with, and I would turn you into a speed bump, give you the best eulogy you ever had, Sid Rosenberg. And I would say... Hey, go back to Hollywood, Florida, right? Yeah. Go ahead with the Alta Cacas. here. Well, get online Hollywood. for the Bluebird special, Blue Plate
1: special, and get your trout. Well, sure about Hollywood. They shot nine people on the beach there yesterday. But you haven't even told people yet. Yes. This has been a brilliant 14 minutes, yeah, as you yeah. always are. You're great. You haven't even told people yet who you're fighting in this epic matchup. Well, you have to arrange
0: it, Mr. Bob Arum, my Jewish manager. And I need a cut, man. So I'm figuring who's the best guy in the world that will cheat in the ring. Hey, that's Peter King, right? <laughs> Let's face it. He'll cheat on my part. And yeah. then, of course, I need the trainer. You need now, the trainer. It yeah. could be the Teddy Atlas, greatest trainer of all time, or maybe even Bo Dieter will teach me Every method to cheat listen, my way to victory. Bo
1: can fight still in his 70s. I don't know anybody that can beat up Bo Deedle, but you got to go with Teddy. He's a Hall of Fame boxing oh, trainer. Uh, Peter King, don't forget, along with John McCain at one point, tried to develop that boxing commission, Yes, which is what Teddy Atlas wants to do today. We'll put Bo in your corner because he'll be there for support like Joe Tacapina was there for me. So we'll have Bo Deedle, Teddy Atlas, Peter King, and me in and your corner. Former
0: police commissioner Ray Kelly, who was the boxing commissioner of the state of New York. I was was. at many boxing matches with him. He is a boxing aficionado. Now I got my team, right? We're not going to call it the dream team because they might deport all of us, right? (laughs) Now I got my team. Hey. The Gotti kid, Gotti III, is getting in the ring for an exhibition with Mayweather
1: right down there near Hollywood, right? Yeah, they're making a ton of money. Floyd Mayweather taking on John Gotti third, John Gotti's grandson. Turns out, I didn't know this, he's had five fights in the MMA. He's won four out of the five, and they say the kid is very, very tough. Good. Go ahead. Knock yourself out <laughs> with Mayweather. Uh, but why not a preliminary? Why
0: not the preliminary? John Gotti Jr., who fancies himself as a tough guy, A guy, a devotee of UFC mixed martial arts. Put him in the ring. I got 10 years on him. Many more battle scars than him. And let's get it on with the preliminary. And let's do it for charity for animal rights. Because he's an animal lover. Yes, he is. He never loved people. He loved to kill people. But he loves animals. So what do you say we get it on?
1: You guys actually, like, almost made out during the summer a couple of years ago at an animal event. So this would be uh, not the grandson fighting Mayweather. His father... The same guy, John Gotti's son, the same guy that put the hit on you. The Jewish guy. The Jewish guy. He can wear the
0: Star of David because he's Jewish, you know.
1: But he was the guy that put the hit on you when you were shot
0: six times. Yeah. And by the way, you want a second opportunity? Uh, Mike Leonati, (laughs) who shot me five times with hollow point bullets, is out of federal prison. Why don't you have him train there at Rodman's Neck near City Island where the cops go for their target practice and try again to put a hit on me? This
1: is an unbelievable matchup. I you mean, can You can do it, Bob I, Arum. I, I, uh, Sid Sid it. I'm going to do
0: it. What and a you night. hold the purse. You hold the purse. Wow. I don't know about that. Well, wait a second. Come on. <laughs> I trust you, Sid. implicitly.
1: No. Uh, oh, That fine. would be a mistake. Yeah, that would be a big trust mistake. Trust the Jewish guy <laughs> as a <the> manager. <laughs> but what a night of boxing. Mayweather. Gotti 3. Mm. And before that, Slewa taking on the man that ordered the hit Gotti 2, if you will. John Gotti's son. This will be a tremendous night of boxing in the blue corner out of Canarsie, Brooklyn. Weighing in at 194 pounds, Curtis, the real deal. Slee.
0: Love that. Love that. By the way, I'm in the red corner. I'm in the red corner. Oh, of course, and, red and corner. who's in the blue corner with Gotti Jr.? Frank Marano, that <laughs> that's his best friend. He was at his wedding. Uh, not only at his wedding, he was his best man. <laughs> he was on the phone call when they put the hit out on you just seeing know. Damn right. And he probably <laughs> gave the okay
1: to the commission. Yeah, whack him. I'll, I'll, I'm like a GPS. I'll let you know every movement he makes. All right, folks. Here you have it. Curtis Sliwa. John Gotti Jr. It's going to happen. It's going to happen the same night as Mayweather and Gotti Three. Oh, the fight of the year, folks, coming to South Florida. Stay tuned right here for more details. My guy, Curtis Sliwa, he's going to win big and knock out a Gotti.